From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, March 25th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine said this afternoon that Ohio will receive the highest number of vaccine doses next week that it has since the inoculations began. The governor said Ohio will receive more than 570,000 coronavirus vaccine doses next week, many of which will be distributed to the 11 mass vaccination clinics across the state. Beginning Monday, any Ohioans aged 16 and older will become eligible to receive the vaccine. The Columbus Dispatch reports Ohio has distributed vaccines to every county based on population and other factors, such as poverty levels. DeWine said that once everyone is eligible, Ohio will start moving doses around the state to places with higher demand. The Republican-led Ohio General Assembly succeeded yesterday in stripping the governor and local health officials of the power to issue and enforce health orders during the pandemic. Yolanda Harris has the details. Both the House and Senate voted to approve Senate Bill 22 with two-thirds majority. That is enough votes to override a veto. The bill limits the powers of the governor and state health director to issue health orders without legislature approval. This is really about... Uh, bringing the legislature to the table and giving us a voice and restoring checks and balances. I don't believe for a minute if we if this bill had been in place that we would see less lives lost. I believe we would have seen more lives lost. A spokesperson for Governor DeWine issued a statement saying, quote, Governor DeWine remains focused every single day on doing all he can to ensure every Ohioan who wants a COVID-19 vaccine can get one in the coming weeks, which is truly what will help Ohio put this pandemic behind us. I'm Yolanda Harris. Much of Ohio is under a wind warning or watch for tonight through tomorrow morning with possible wind gusts as high as 60 miles per hour. Dave James has more. Mark Weber is a registered consulting arborist in the Dayton area who says Ohio has four to six wind events per year. A lot of research has shown that we'll typically see trees begin to fail at whole tree failures somewhere between 72 and 94 miles an hour. Amazing when you think about that kind of wind speed. But he says it's important for homeowners to pay attention to the health of their trees. He recommends a couple of websites, treesforohio.org, that's trees, the number four, ohio.org, and treesaregood.org. Dave James, ONN News. The parents of Stone Foltz are speaking for the first time since their son's alleged hazing death at Bowling Green State University, and they say they want all fraternities nationwide to be shut down. More from Yolanda Harris. Sherry and Corey Foltz say that Stone was hazed while pledging for his fraternity, Pi Kappa Alpha. The family attorney tells us a preliminary autopsy showed his blood alcohol content was 0.394 which is almost five times the legal driving limit. Stop it. Stop all fraternities. Until we can have zero tolerance, we cannot go on. Pi Kappa Alpha is suspended at Bowling Green while an investigation is underway. There have been no charges filed in Stone's death. I'm Yolanda Harris. Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown introduced new legislation yesterday to curb hazing on college campuses. Senator Brown says the REACH Act would require colleges to include hazing incidents in their annual crime reports and establish a standard definition for all schools. It threatens the health and safety and lives of far too many Ohio students. For every tragic death that we hear about in the news, there are many others who survive but end up in the hospital with alcohol poisoning. 
Brown said he's received bipartisan support for the bill. If it passes, it will become a federal law. A federal judge has dismissed a lawsuit by the state of Ohio that tried to get the U.S. Census Bureau to provide data used for drawing congressional districts ahead of its planned release. Karina Nova has more. Yesterday, U.S. District Judge Thomas Rose in Dayton rejected the state's request for a preliminary injunction, which would have forced the Census Bureau to release the redistricting data by March 31st. Ohio filed its lawsuit last month after the Census Bureau said the redistricting data wouldn't be available until September. That is months after the redistricting deadlines for many states. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yo says he will appeal the decision. Karina Nova, ONN News. A U.S. Marshals Task Force officer is expected to survive after being shot last night in Canton. More from Yolanda Harris. The task force says 33-year-old Aaron Pierre Thomas shot the officer after they attempted to arrest him at a home in Canton. A shootout ensued and both Thomas and the officer were injured. Thomas was a fugitive out of Virginia and was hiding from law enforcement until they discovered where he was staying. A very difficult job our people have, um, especially when somebody wants to kill them. And this individual that was wanted was wanted an aggravated robbery, uh, felon in possession. He had pistol whipped an individual. Uh, he had previous manslaughter charges and is a violent individual that we took off the streets today. Thomas is currently in critical condition and that officer is expected to be released soon from a hospital. I'm Yolanda Harris. Fourth graders at an elementary school in suburban Toledo are learning about gun safety. Kaylee Kirby reports. Over the last three weeks, students at Jerusalem Elementary School have been learning about gun safety and what to do if they're ever in the presence of one. It's something school resource officer Jeff Costanzo says they need to take the time to teach. All the violence in the world with gun violence, we need to make sure these kids know exactly the difference between right and wrong with guns. Officer Costanzo says he hopes the students who learn this message today can remember it and hopefully use it later on in life. Reporting in Oregon, Kaylee Kirby. With confidence rising that the end of the pandemic is growing closer, airports have begun to grow more crowded and airlines are starting to revive flights that vanished last year. ONN's Dave James has the story. United Airlines will add 26 new nonstop routes from Midwest cities to vacation spots. For example, in Cleveland, nonstop flights to Charleston, Hilton Head, and Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, as well as Pensacola, Florida, and Portland, Maine, will start on May 27th. In Columbus, flights from John Glenn International resume on Memorial Day to Charleston, Hilton Head, and also Portland, Maine. Dave James, ONN News. And fans could be coming back to Big Ten sporting events this spring. Dom Tiberi explains. The Big Ten has given conference schools permission to set their own attendance policies the rest of the spring in conjunction with the local health guidelines. Ohio State is now working with Columbus Public Health to determine what the attendance numbers should be at the different sporting venues like Ohio Stadium. No word on whether that means there would be fans allowed to attend the spring game on April 17th, we will keep you posted. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.